0: I'm gonna turn your attention to the to 2nd Samuel chapter 23. Wanna thank our musicians and our singers for doing such a fantastic job every Sunday helping us out big time. Amen. Second Samuel chapter 23. Today is, we call, I call it the vision, and we're going to be talking a little bit about what we believe and uh, where we're at and where we're going as a church body, and I'm excited about it. Um, this is this is one of those messages, one of these services that can really make a difference in, in our direction and um, getting everyone getting everyone on board getting everyone to come together and uh in faith and believing what god can do through us for our communities um so this is a very exciting moment and a very exciting day and i'm thankful that i get to talk to you today on this subject and i i just don't want to talk to you I, i want you to catch it i want this to become a part of you in fact we call it vision carriers and before this is over today i want you to carry the vision with you i want you to carry the vision with with you i i want you to carry it with you to your homes and to your neighborhoods and to the different cities and i know we have some live in fresno and some in dinuba and some in in clovis and kerman and throughout the valley and and so what we want to do is we want to carry the vision with us not just say well it's just something we do in church but this is something that we do outside these four walls, something, it becomes a a part of our fabric. It becomes part of our DNA that we're gonna be a vision carrier. We're gonna carry this with us wherever we go, amen. And so that's my job today is I wanted to deliver the vision to you so that it's not just something we hear about, but it's something we are. It's what we do. It's who we are. And so that you can become a vision carrier as well for those that are listening and are watching uh, online as well. Uh, we want you to be a part of that, too. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, and wherever you're, you're, you call home or you know, whatever city that is, you can be a vision carrier as well. Amen. And somebody say amen. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Second Samuel 23, 13. Then three of the 30 chief men went down at harvest. Everybody say harvest time at harvest time, and came to David at the cave of Adaloum, something <laughs> Adaloum, <laughs> there you go, and the troop of the Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephim. and David was there in the stronghold, and the garrisons of the Philistines was there, was then in Bethlehem, and so you have the Philistines, they have a, a, a garrison, and so what that is, they are protecting the city of Bethlehem, they are they are there. In fact, they're keeping people out. And so they—they they are. There's, there's an army or there's a group of men there, warriors. And so they're keeping uh, the city of Bethlehem in check or under siege. And so here we have these Philistines. They were in Bethlehem. And David said with a longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men, everybody say mighty men, broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. It was a type of worship. He said, I'm not going to receive any glory from this, but I'm not going to give it to God. We're going to worship together. We're going to we're going to give it to the Lord as a sacrifice of praise. And he said, far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is this not the blood of the men who, were, who went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. These things were done by the three mighty men. Amen. And I want to talk to you today about vision carriers, vision carriers. Carriers. I believe God can speak to us if you'll open up your heart just for the next few minutes. And as 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 we're preparing our hearts and we receive the word that we can receive the vision and we can take it with us, and we can carry this further than I could even carry it. But if I can get you to carry it, amen, we can continue this to reach more people and to reach more lives to make a difference and an impact on our communities. Somebody say amen. One more time, let's love the Lord. God, we're thankful today for what you've done already. Thankful for the spirit that we feel in the house. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help me deliver your word. God, I pray, Lord, we receive it. God, we thank you for all those that are here today and those that are here in person or watching online. Pray that you speak to us. And God, I thank you in advance. In the wonderful name of Jesus, amen and amen. You may be seated this morning. Praise God. David, David, I like David. I like, I like reading the story of David, one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Uh, David, of course, if you've been around church at all, you know a lot of his stories. Of course, probably one of his most famous stories of David is David and Goliath right uh it is it is always fun to preach about David and Goliath in fact if you don't have anything else to preach you can preach about David and Goliath and it'll always get you by all right it's just that go-to when you run out of when you run out of ideas or sermons you can go to David and Goliath and it always works somehow and we always know then we always know how it's going to work out David wins but you can still preach it it's like watching a rerun, all right? It's, you know already what's going to happen, but you still enjoy it. And so David always wins, Goliath. But there's so much to preach about there. And I like David. David is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Uh, you could see how he was forgotten. Uh, he was overlooked as, as a young man uh, by his father. And, and when Samuel went to anoint the king... David was overlooked, went to Jesse's house, but all, these other, all his other brothers went before him, and, and nobody thought about David until the very end. But David was always, always seemed to be on, on the short end of the stick. He was always seemed to be losing, he always seemed to be forgotten, and, and, and nobody really paid him much attention. But David took advantage of his opportunities. And when he found a, a place to work and when he found an opportunity, he took advantage of it. He was just there visiting his brothers when he met Goliath, but he took advantage of the opportunity that presented itself. And David became a mighty man of God. In fact, he became the king of Israel, and one of the greatest kings Israel has ever had. He was a man after God's own heart. And I like the story of David and the fact that when he was running from Saul, waiting for his time. And, and he understood God's timing. There's something about God's timing. And he understood that he couldn't force this thing. But in God's time, it was going to happen. And so Saul was, was king. And, and David was just waiting for his opportunity to become king. And he knew that that one day he would be. And, and so he had opportunities even throughout uh, his waiting period to take out King Saul. And in fact, he got so close to cutting off a part of Saul's garment. And he had an opportunity to, to take Saul out. But he, he, he wouldn't touch God's anointed. And he's, he, he, he understood that if I do this on my own, it's not going to work out like I, I, I want it to. So I got to put it in God's hands. He was almost gonna put it in his hands, but he said, No, I I almost made a mistake. I gotta give it to God. God has uh, the best timing. You can't force it sometimes. You just gotta let God work it out. You gotta let God work it out. And if God made you a promise, and if God made you a God gave you a promise about something in your life, we can get in a hurry sometimes. I know how that is. I, I want it to happen now. I want it to happen yesterday. But God knows how to work it out the best way. And sometimes you got to take it out of your hands and say, God, I put it in your hands, Lord, and let your will be done. And God, work it out according to your will. Because sometimes we get in the way of God. Oh, I could preach on that a while. But we get in the way of God. And, and, and so God has to take the long way around. He'll finally, he'll finally work his will, but it takes him a little longer. But if we'll learn just to have patience. We possess our souls with our patience. And and so if we can learn to say, God, I'm waiting. And that's one of the hardest things to do is just to wait on God. Waiting on the Lord. It's that waiting period that always gets you. It's that waiting period. I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I know what I need. I know what God's promised me. I know what, you know, where I'm going. I know the destination. But it's that waiting period. And I want to tell you this morning, if you'll learn to wait on God, uh, it always works out for the best. It always works out even better than you could do it. And so David had to learn to trust God. Uh, man, even being tempted, I could, I could hurry this thing up because he had to get Saul out of the way. And he could have said, I'm, I'm going to take a shortcut. But, but he understood you got to just let God work out his will. And so David had opportunities to take out Saul, but, but he, he took a step back. And he said, God, I'm going I'm to take this out of my hands and put it in your hands. And I like, You know what I like about David is, is David took into himself men that were the outcasts. Bible says that, that David, it was in fact, it was in, it was in this area, these caves that, that David would dwell a lot, and he was hiding and waiting, and, and and it was, in in fact, it was these, this same area that David took in some men, the, the men that were rejected, and outcast, and guys that had a bunch of stuff going on in their lives, and people forgot about them, and because they I think they, they reminded David of of himself and overlooked and forgotten and so David brought these men and David trained these men and these men in fact became David's mighty men praise the lord these men became David's right hand men they they were able to to take what David taught them and put it into practice and they became a mighty 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 uh, uh, you know army a small army it's amazing what you can do if you'll take time to work and to teach and to instruct and and to give out and to invest in somebody else praise the lord david understood that i can't do this by myself and so david began to pour himself out into men men that were overlooked, men that were rejected, men that had a lot of debt in their life. And it seemed like these were just uh, men that weren't going anywhere. But David said, I see a diamond in the rough. David said, I see potential. And David said, I'm going to make something out of these men. If if they'll just give me some time, I'm going to help develop them. Thank God for people that invest in other people. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so David took these men and they became the mighty men of David. David had the ability to transfer what transfer what was in him to someone else. David took time and practice and made it a practice to, to speak and to teach and to invest in others. And eventually, what David was, they became. And who David was and what David possessed, they possessed. It's, a, it's, a, it's impressive when you see somebody that, that has gifts and talents. But I want to tell you what's even more impressive. It's when they teach somebody else. <laughs> because there's no success without a successor. If it ends with you then it, it's not much of a success. If your legacy, if it ends with you, I want to pass it on to somebody. Somewhere we got to pass the torch to, to somebody else and say, this is what I've learned, and this is who I am, and this is my gifts and talents, but I want to give them to you because... After I'm gone, somebody else has got to step up and step in and say, I'm going to carry on and have the same passion and the same love and the same zeal. We got to give it to somebody else. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We got to teach. I want to, if, if, if I'm the last one in my family to serve God, I failed. But I want to give it to my kids. And I want my grandkids someday and my great-grandkids someday. I want them to, I want, you know what's going to, you know what would be the best thing and the most satisfying thing is seeing generations. Brother Tim, you got some, some, some kids coming up behind you. Your son and your daughter, I want them to serve God. That's that's just the icing. That's the cherry on top. Brother Tim, you're going to know it's, it's continuing. It's not stopping with me. I started it, Brother Tim. You may have started it. Maybe nobody. I know your mom will serve God too. And, and you guys got some history. And you're continuing it, Brother Tim. And now you're giving it to your son and your daughter. And they're going to continue serving God. That is the most precious thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. If 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 that happens, I want to tell you that that's rich right there. And David understood that. And so David invested in others. David began to pour out himself into somebody else because David knew if this is going to happen, if if this is going to take place, I've got to take what I have and I've got to take my vision and I got to take the dream and, and I got to give it to somebody else. Because what good is it if it dies with me? If it's just going to end when, I'm, when my, my time's up and when I expire, what good is it? But if I can give it to somebody else, if I can give it to a son, if I can give it to a daughter, if I can give it to a friend, if I can invest in somebody, they can carry on this dream and this vision. Hallelujah. David was great instructor and teacher praise God and I love to read about that and I love to study David's life Amen. And David had, David had a desire one day David was in a cave and the enemy had a garrison in Bethlehem. They were there stationed, men, keeping, keeping the residents and the people out. They had, they had surrounded or stationed there, and they had set up camp there. And they were there saying, you can't come in. And David one day had a, just, he had a longing, if I can say he had a vision. Man, if I just had some water. That kind of I feel right now. If I just add some. I've been trying to drink a gallon a day. Have you, have you ever tried that? It's like waterboarding. It's a it's water torture. Man. But sure, I'll take one. I need my water. I'm gonna add this to my gallon. What is that? Like a one ounce? It's a mini gallon. It's for small people, all right. Like if this is all you're drinking a day, that's yeah. God bless you. All right. That's what I used to drink a day. That's what happened to me. That's about it right there. And then about about this much coffee. Alright. That much water. And then you have kidney stones. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to change that. But David, man, he just, have you ever wanted something so bad? Have you ever noticed, like, when you're fasting, everything is like, I wish I, had. I mean, you, you can have it any day, but it's just like that day, you know, just happened to be that day. I just wish I had that Krispy Kreme donut, Brother Tim. Ooh, Jesus. I have no self-control when it comes to Donuts. All of a sudden, I eat one, and next thing you know, it's 10. It's just, but it's like, man, I just wish I, just, man, I just want something. Just, I just got to, when I came back from the Philippines, oh, God, I just got to eat that In-N-Out. I, I'm tired of rice and fish. I was like, I got, you just have a, there's a there's a desire in you and that's what david said man i I just want to i have a i have a vision for some water i wish i had some water i wish i had some water it was a dream it was a vision and he began to express it he began to talk about it he began to he began to just man i wish oh man that water that water is so good Man, it's one of the best-tasting wells anywhere. It's in Bethlehem. But the the enemy's got it surrounded, and and I can't get to it. But, man, I I wish I had some of that water, that water, some some of the best water around. It's good. It's so refreshing. Satisfies your thirst. It's good. I just wish I had some water. And he began to talk about it. He began to express it. He He began to desire it. Man, if I had this water. And all of a sudden some of his mighty men's ears perked up David began to express his vision Whew, that water's good but the enemies they got they got it surrounded but man that's some good water I wish I had some of that water I wish I had some water if I'm Bethlehem well, by the gate that one it's it's that that certain one it's some some of the best around. And some of the men heard about it. now. David's expressing something. He's talking about something. He's talking about a vision. Uh, he sees it. He sees, uh, he sees that water. And, and they begin to hear it. And these three men, these three warriors, man, all of a sudden they, they begin to pick up on the vision. <laughs> and they begin to hear David his expression, his desire. He began to express it in such a way, so much clarity. It was just a simple vision, but it had such a, it meant so much to David. Man, I I just want some of that water. It's surrounded right now. The enemy has it. It's in the enemy territory, but man, man, I just wish I could have a drink from that. Well, man, that was some of the best around. And David began to talk about it. And as David began to talk about it, the vision began to move over to the ears, amen, of his warriors. These three warriors, they began to pick up on it. They began to hear it. And they began to hear what David was expressing. And all of a sudden, amen, it just wasn't something David was talking about, but they, they picked up on uh, what David was talking about. Uh, and they said, man, uh, hey, David wants something. David's wanting some water. I, I've heard it. I, I've He's he's clarified the wind. He's clarified his vision. He's talking about some water. But the enemy has it surrounded. And these guys said, you know what? Uh, why don't we pick up the vision? Uh, David might not be able to go. David might not be able to get there by himself. Uh, but maybe we can. Maybe we can. So you know what? These men became vision carriers. They picked up the vision. It just wasn't something David was talking about anymore. It began to transfer to someone else. The vision was transferred to some mighty men. Amen. The vision was transferred to some mighty warriors. What I'm trying to do today is I'm trying to transfer this vision that God has given me. I'm trying to hand it off to some mighty men and some mighty women that will say, hey pastor, I hear you. Amen. We're behind you and we're not going to let you just make this a wish uh, or a dream uh, but we're going to pick up uh, we're going to carry this uh, vision for you and we're going to help you get there we're going to help you get there I know we're going to have to fight some enemy uh, but we're going to get there we're going to find a way amen we're going to find a way to do it talk to you today just about a couple of traits of a vision carrier. A vision carrier, he's fearless without being careless. A vision carrier says, "You know what? I know this is going to be difficult. But the Jordan No one said it'll be easy. But no risk it, no biscuit. Uh, Football lingo, if you don't know what that I don't know. Find out after service. All right. All right, Google that. (laughs) But They're they're fearless. They understand. You know what? This is, this is not easy. And, and the enemy's got some. The enemy's got some garrisons. You know what? I want to tell you the the souls that are in our city. The devil, the enemy. It's trying its very best. Can't have this good stuff. (laughs) Can't have. We're gonna fight you. You see, we, when we started Fresno and, 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 and Fireball and all the other places, God's laid on our heart to start. I want to tell you, it's, we're walking into the enemy territory. But everywhere we walk, we're, clear, we're declaring it for God. Taking back what the enemy stole from me. Watch out. And, and we're walking back, but I want to tell you, the enemies. Got it. surround it. You can't have this water. Because water is essential to life. Water is essential to new life. And if we're going to grow, you need water. Water is essential to growth. <laughs> and so, we all got to understand it. It's harvest time. It's har. It was in the harvest time. Did we read that? Isn't that what we read? Were you guys? Were you guys checking the score? It hasn't started yet. All right. I got contacts. I got. It's not. Yeah, I'll get you out before it starts. All right. If we're not, we'll put it on the big screen while I'm preaching. All right. Updates. No, don't do that. No distraction. <laughs> but it, it says it was it was in harvest time, right? Can we show that again? This, the verse, Brother Ortiz. Can you do that? Work your magic. Boom. Wrong one. Right. Wrong one. Thirteen. Fourteen. No, there it is. In in the harvest time. It was harvest time. Oh, praise God. It's, in harv- it's right here in harvest time. This is harvest time. And we need some water. And we need some water because it, it's essential to growth. And so we need, to g- we need to get some more water. We need to reach some more people. We need to reach some more people. Davidson, said, man, we, I, I have a vision for, for some more water i got to have some more water. That's good water. It's good water. I have a vision for water. And all of a sudden, some some vision carriers, uh, they said, i got the vision, David. Uh, Thank you for carrying it to me. I'm going to pick it up. uh, And we're going to fight. And I know we got some battles. The enemy doesn't want us to get there. But we are not going to be coward. We are not going to coward. We are not going to retreat. We are not going to back up. We are not going to live in fear. But we will be fearless in our pursuit. You know what their attitude was? Whatever it takes. We're going to get there. We'll be fearless. We won't be careless. But we won't retreat. Fear will keep you in the cave. Fear will keep the vision just a wish. But you know when a vision becomes powerful, It's when it becomes, it it is when it is transferred. It's when it goes from one to many. And my job today is is trying to transfer the vision to somebody else, just some warriors. Get some water. We're gonna get there. That's one of the traits of a vision carrier. They are fearless, man. They are they are not intimidated. They are not intimidated. You see, the world. I want to say we live in, in our society, and, and I'm not anti-society. We're we're counter. We're not anti-culture, we're we're counter-culture. We're letting letting culture know there's a better way. Not here just to rail on them, condemn them, but we're letting them know there's a better way. But you know what society would love to do? It, it, It would love just to put God's people in a cave. Put them in the closet. Shut the door. Shut your mouth. You can come out on Sunday but you can't open your mouth until you get into the church building. Then you can express all you want about your love for God. You can express your enthusiasm for God. You can run around, hang from the chandeliers. We do have chandeliers. Uh, you, can, you can get all excited, but as soon as you step out those doors, you got to shut your mouth again. Don't open it. Don't speak about me. Don't talk about God. Don't, don't, don't declare yourself uh, as a Christian. Don't, don't say anything to anybody else. Uh, you don't want to offend nobody, so you just got to shut up, keep quiet, and that's how they want to keep us. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm not talking about being rude. I'm not talking about drawing swords and fighting. That's all stupid and silly. But I'm talking about being fearless for God uh, and saying, you know what? We have nothing to be ashamed about. Uh, in fact, the world needs us. Uh, our light needs to shine. It's the enemy that wants to keep us hidden uh, in a cave, uh, keep us hidden in the dark with our own vision. Oh, we got vision. Hey, Amen. But it's, it's hidden in a cave. But if we can ever get it outside the cave, we can reach The water! Would you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Amen. Another trait of a vision carrier is that they are in alignment. They are in alignment. They are working together. what scares the devil more than anything is a church that's united. It doesn't care if you you go to church as long as we're all fractured, divided in a million pieces. Because if we're going to see this, if we're going to reach the water, we've got to work together. We have to be in alignment. We're working under one vision. No one here is trying to work their way up and worm their way up, position themselves, knock everybody else down. Step on who we have to step on. Push down and trying to work our way into position. You know what we're here? We're, we're all in alignment. We understand where we need to go. We gotta get to the water. So we gotta work together. We're, we're working together. You know everything we're doing, every ministry. You see us we're working, we got ministries, we got life groups, and 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 we and we have Sunday school and and we have uh, we have youth and first impressions and, and different ministries. You know what these all we are all doing? We're all working to get to the water. We understand that's our goal, that's the vision, is it? We have to get to the water because if we don't get to the water we haven't succeeded but we have to come together three mighty men uh, three men that said you know what we can do this if we put our minds together we can do this if we understand it's each one helping each other You can only succeed when you're a team. You can only succeed. I'm going to tell you, if you're going to get to the water, you have to come together. Amen. Two is better than one. Two is better than one. And my job today is trying to deliver it to some people that will take it. And if I can give it to three, I know three can give it to six. And I know six can give it to 12. Uh, I know 12 can give it to 24. I know 24 can give it to 48. Uh, I know if I can transfer it to a few, uh, the few can transfer it to a few more, uh, and a few more, and a few more, and we can all be together, all trying to get to the water. And if we're all trying to get to the water, look out, Satan, look out. We're coming uh, to your city oh hallelujah I said we're coming to your city we're coming to Fresno we're coming to Fireball we're coming to Dinuba we're coming to Clovis we're coming to Kerman. we're coming to Madeira. we're coming to wherever you live look out Satan look out because we got some warriors that have got a vision who are determined to get to the water I'm preaching myself out of breath Use this mic, I spit all in if anybody's gonna use it after me. You gotta disinfect it. You don't wanna get COVID. Hallelujah. Musicians, come and help me out. I'm preaching somewhere. I feel like I'm gonna pass out. It's been a while. Whew. I did. I gotta get to the water. I'm almost done. I talk like this because I have, my throat's dry. This is not the way I usually talk. <laughs> I, I, I listen to myself sometimes and I'm like, man, how, why am I sounding like that? He's talking like that. I sound like my oldest brother, Terry. My brother Terry is how he talks. Hey, Mike. He was he used to be in a He used to be in a gang. <laughs> He was, he was in a Mexican gang. My brother, he looked Hispanic. And so he still walked with the, he, he says, and he would always say, hey, Mike. And he walked like this. No joke. Yeah. But he called me Spike. Hey, Spike. What's up? I don't know how I got off on that. All right. Sometimes I sound like my brother, Terry. And. Imagine. Imagine if everyone became a vision carrier. And they walk out of the service today saying, I'm not gonna just make it the pastor's vision for water. But I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that vision. I'll put it on my shoulders. And I'll help them carry it. It's too heavy for one person. Let me tell you, this vision's too big for one person. In fact, if, if the vision doesn't scare you, it's too it's, it's too small. But I dream and vision things so big, I have to have God's help. That's where God wants us. God said, try me. See what I can do. So my vision's too big. I, I can't get there by myself. But if you could help me shoulder it, if you could take it on your shoulders. and The reason we have these here today, these are pointers, it's what that represents is your vision is wherever you are. Whatever city you live in, whatever neighborhood you're in, you're the vision carrier for that city. You're the vision carrier for that neighborhood. You, didn't, you might not have known it, but you're special. God wants to put something on your shoulders today. I won't be satisfied until I get some water. Because this thirst in me, it drives me every day. This thirst in me, it's, dri- it's driven me to do something. Some people said, you're crazy. Some people said, what are you doing? I'm trying to start a church? Another church? I'm trying to have church another work in Fresno and, if, and, and fireball and visions with, with more other cities. But I'm thirsty. It's not about me. It's about the thirst that God gave me. God, I'm thirsty. It's what, it's what co- caused me after 20 years pastoring in one place and could have just. I said, hey I'm done but there was something in me he said I, I want something there's something. It's, it's a thirst in me I don't know how else to explain it God I'm thirsty and so I'm, I'm reaching for some more water and Fresno and Clovis I knew to some other places We're reaching that's why we're that's why we're starting you see, Wherever you are, you can can start a life group. You know what that is? That's just a, it's like a mini church. You live wherever you live. You're the vision carrier for that area. You don't have to just, it's not just in, in, in our town. It's not just in this, it's wherever you live. You're the the mark. You're you're the vision for that area. And so, my desire today and my goal today is is to pass on. Brother Jordan, help me out. It's to pass on. Give it to. Brother Johnny, Brother Johnny, help me out. On the vision. Somebody else. For the acre. For the tomb. Some we can we can do this. I said we can do this. I believe in five years, if I believe in five years that we can grow this church in five years. Five, I'm gonna take five years goes like that. We can grow this to 250 people in Jesus' name. And and that's just, that's not the stopping point. But that's just saying we can get there in five years. In five years. But it's going to take us all saying, I'll I'll be a part of this. I'll help you, Pastor, get to the water. I'll help you. I'll, I'll carry the vision with you. I'll carry the vision with you. I will be a vision carrier. I will be a vision carrier. And when we come together, you know what? Even, even God had to, had to be impressed when they were building the Tower of Babel. He said, they, ought, they have a mind to work. They're going to build this tower. They, they have one mind. Even he was impressed. And when we have one mind to work, and we're willing to be in alignment and fearless, and another trait of a vision carrier is they take ownership. This is it's not just the pastor's vision. This is my vision. This is my vision. I'm taking it with me. I'm carrying it home with me. It's going to be part of my family. It's going to be part of my every day. And as we stand today. But you know what? you know how you know the vision is, is becoming a part of us. It's when the vision carriers it's when the vision carriers start becoming the vision casters. Brothers, if you, if you can just find someone, just hand them, the, hand them the bag. I know there's a lot of people you can't, might not be able to find nobody. But just find someone you can hand. Because when the vision carriers, and they're, what they're saying is, that looks good on you, brother. The vision, you know, you know when it's working is, is when all of a sudden, bro, these guys taking it now they're giving it to somebody else now they're teaching it to somebody else now they're transferring it to somebody else now they're transferring it to somebody else that's when you know it's working it's working it's working it's it's i'm giving it to you and now you're giving it to somebody else and now you're giving it to somebody else and now you're giving it to somebody else it's vision casting you you're taking the next step you're not just being a carrier anymore, but you're, you're giving it to somebody else. You're letting somebody else in on what we're trying to do. You cast it to somebody. Hey, would you come on board and help us? Would you help us get some water? Would you help us reach some more whales? Would you help us reach into the city? Would you help us reach behind the enemy lines? Would you come on board and become a part of our team? Become a part of who we are as a, as a church body? If you're watching online today, I'm looking for some vision carriers that'll take it to their city, that'll take it to their neighborhood, that'll take it to their home. It all starts first in your home. We're going to teach it. We're going to take it as a family, and then we're going to, and then we're going to cast it to our neighborhood, and we're going to cast it to our city, and then we're going to, we're going to invest it into the next generation. If you're here today and you're looking for a home and you're looking for a church, welcome home. fact is I'm determined not to be like any, I just don't want to be a a normal church. I don't want to be like every other church. Our desire is is to love people. It's our, in fact, it's our model. We're loving people to life. Because there's a lot of people that are broken. There's a lot of people that come, I mean, they, 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 the life has been zapped out of them. They've been tripped up. They, I want to tell you, there's people that we're going to meet. There's people that are going to walk through these doors. There's people that we're going to meet in our, in our neighborhoods. There's people we're going, we're going to come in contact with. that They got a lot of stuff. They, they, some have experience, some don't. But they, they've come through so much. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to be open arms. We we're going to say, I want to tell you about God. I want to tell you about our church. Uh, uh, hey, maybe you've had some experience, maybe whatever. But it, this is a new start. This is a new day. This can be a new beginning. Uh, hey, man, would you come and be a part of us? Uh, we just want to love people to life. Uh, we just want to tell you there's a second opportunity and a third opportunity. Come on, God wants to, God wants to bring you back in. God wants to love you. If you're here today looking and searching, You found what you're looking for. It's in Jesus. We want to help you get there. Our job is to be partners with you. We want to walk with you. and We'll walk through the valleys together. We'll stand on some mountaintops together. We'll rejoice together. We'll cry together. But we won't give up on each other. Amen. I said amen. 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 We won't give up on each other. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. We are going to reach the well. How many is thirsty today? Would you help me? Would I'm looking for some warriors who are thirsty with me, who want to reach the water. Come on. I'm looking for some people today. If you're, if you're here today, would you lift your hands as we get ready to sing a little chorus? Would you pray right now? Would you pray, God, I want to be a vision carrier. I want to pick up this mantle. I want to pick up this mantle. Where is the God of Elijah? Hallelujah. I won't let it die. I won't let it rot in the cave. I won't let it just dwell in a cave. But we're going to get it outside. Come on, we're going to take it to the enemy's camp. We're going to reach some people. Oh, they're the good stuff. That's why we're here. They're the water that we're going to draw from. They're the well that we draw from. Somebody reach with me. Somebody reach with me. Somebody pray with me. Come on, pray for, pray for, pray for your city. Pray for your neighborhood. Pray for your family today. We're going to be vision carriers. for some young people. I want to reach some young people. I want a war. I, wanna, I want an army of, of young people. Come on, I want an army of young people. We're gonna fight. We're gonna reach. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. Find my battles. Come on, this is how I fight. This is how I fight. This is how I find my battles. Come on, we're going to pray. We're going to reach. We're going to work. We're going to get Bible studies. We're going to start life groups. Come on, would you believe it with me? We're gonna, it. we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna reach our family. We're gonna reach our kin. We're gonna reach our children. Yes, we're gonna reach the spouse. Your uncles, your nephews, your nieces, your aunts. Come on. We won't stop until we reach the well. Come on, let's reach the well. We need some water for growth. We need some water. It's harvest time. This is how I fight. We're going to fight with some praise and some worship and some evangelism. Yes. This is how I fight my battle. This is how. This is how I fight. 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 Anybody thirsty this morning? Oh, yes. This is how I fight. We're going to fight. Come on, church. We're going to fight by reaching people. Come on, take them out of the hands of the devil. Out of the clutch of the enemy. Somebody help me reach them. Whatever it takes. Whatever I got to do, whatever I have to pray, whatever I have to sacrifice, amen, how many times I have to fast, I got to preach the well. This is how I fight. This is how I This is how I fight. One more time, lift your hands in victory. Would we pray to the Lord? Come on, shout to the Lord. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Come on. We're going to do it in Jesus' name. This year, commit to it. This year, this service, commit to it. I'm going to reach the well. I'm going to reach some water. I'm going to bring some water back. Come on. I'm going to bring some water back. Hallelujah. It's under the enemy's hand, but I'm going to reach the water. Get the water, and then we're going to worship together. Thank the Lord. Look what the Lord's done. Look what the Lord's done. We got some more water, and we're going to praise God. Every time we bring some more water in, somebody, we're going to pour it out to the Lord. Look what the Lord's done. Come on. Pour out some water of praise. Every time some water comes, we're going to pour it out in praise. Thank you, God, for another soul. Thank you, God, for another drink of water. Thank you, God, for bringing back the lost. Thank you, God. Yes, we're going to have victory. We're going to celebrate. Would you celebrate with me? Come on. We're going to celebrate the water. We're going to pour it out in worship. It's for your glory, God. It's for your glory, God. We're not here to build up kingdoms for self, but it's for your kingdom. We're gonna worship you with the water. We're gonna pour it out again. Bring some more water to pour out. your hands again to the Lord. Hey, there's nothing better than a Holy Ghost service uh, full of water. Some more water. Every time some water comes, you know what? We need to rejoice and thank God for some more water. Praising God together. Worshiping God together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I got some water, but I'm thirsty for some more. That's the thing about it. I get some, but I, I need some more. I'm sad. I worship you for it, but God, I want some more water. Thank you so much. I love each and every one of you. I'm excited about what God has for us, planned for us. I'm excited about the vision of our church. Our goal this year is just. Hand out 50,000 invites. We want to have, we, we, we plan on having 500 new guests this year. Anybody thirsty for some water? Amen. And a whole bunch more Bible studies. And you know what else we have planned? We're going to start some more life groups. Small. It's just just micro churches, shining light wherever we're at, pushing back the darkness. We're gonna reach some. I'm thirsty for some young people. I want to see some young people come in. Hallelujah. I want to see us reach some more children. Our goal is to have the best, the best Sunday school program anywhere. Well, praise the Lord. If your dreams don't scare you, they're too small. Man. Would you greet somebody next to you and tell them, "Stay thirsty, friend"? <laughs> would you get a backpack or a a pointer as you leave? Sticker, stick that somewhere on your iPad, on your forehead, somewhere. We're gonna we're gonna have revival. Make sure you greet our guests if you would like not if you like but please visit our booth our uh, booths our table